Welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I love that your name's Robbie again. <laughs> Ooh, and, you, <laughs> and you use Robbie, not even Rob. Sorry, okay. but it's okay. Not. You're, I'm not. You're, 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 <laughs> one of, you're one of three people who are allowed to call me that. So. Yay. so today, we're going to have our first guest because we're going to try to start doing new things for the new year. And this is going to be it. So we're going to do a show today called Raising Your Parents because, well, me and you both have children and we've talked about them several times. So we thought it was time to have a guest on maybe from the other side. So we're going to have a young adult on. It's a friend's daughter. Her name is Olivia. Hi, Olivia. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not too shabby. Um, we're going to kind of round this out because we have talked many times about the relationship with our kids and Olivia knows my son. So she's got to hear it from the other side as well. In this case, I think that relationships with our kids are never easy. Um, Tina, obviously with your daughter, not the easiest. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've had issues with my son and both of my stepdaughters who are now much older. So I thought we'd go down the line um, of saying, Hey, let's listen to someone else. So Olivia, let, let's go down the line. Since I know your mother, let's start with that. I mean, obviously you, you do have a good relationship with mom. Yeah, I do. Uh, and obviously you're here for some reason of that. What do you think is the biggest hiccup with mom? Let, let's just start with both parents. Um, I actually was thinking this probably like 15, 20 minutes ago that we're too similar. Like we are the mm. same person in two different bodies a lot of the time. And I've been told that by a lot of my friends and a lot of her friends too. You've probably said it once or twice yeah i think i have and i think we would probably say the same about me and my boy we, oh, we yeah. have very much oh my similarities. Gosh, yes yeah <laughs> so you would say that your relationship with mom is good yeah there's okay. not really anything that sticks out in my head that i would change right so. not not huge problems obviously yeah 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 um, there's like small hiccups here and there but and if there wasn't, I think there'd be a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would probably say the same thing with me and Tina growing up. Um, I grew up with my dad and there was major hiccups um, just because we were two different people. My dad, very old school. Um, like I didn't, I couldn't grow my hair out until I was 18. And as soon as I did, I grew that shit to my waist. So mm-hmm. like I, and I, I don't think I did it out of spite, but I probably did. And I don't know about you, Tina. I know your relationship with your parents was quite good because I was at your house a, a lot of times. So mm-hmm. you definitely had a really tight family unit uh, and you're, and you don't come from a divorce family, which is kind of right. rare, rare. Right. No, um, my mom and dad still would, would be together if my mom hadn't passed away. So 
yeah, really different than your upbringing, but I didn't, I bumped heads with my mom and my dad because I pushed the envelope. Like I wanted to do more and be, you know, I had a lot going on. I still do. I don't sit still very easily. So, you know, my trying to parent that had to have been a lot because I was in all the clubs that you could be in, in school, plus Girl Scouts, plus softball, plus I had friends and boyfriends. Like I really kind of, um, yeah, I was busy. I was always busy. And it just trying to get my dad to, I kind of, you know, if, if I were to talk to my family, they would say that, um, that I was the white side, but then if I had my white friends, they said, Oh no, Tina's, Tina's Mexican. You know, we've all, we've gone through that already. Yeah. But, um, the funny part is, is that now that we're all growing up and like, Oh, she grew up like a white girl because she had her parents. She had the, this, she had the, that, but yet it was my Mexican side that was the part that kept me together. So, um, I was grateful that I had all of them and I was, I'm still grateful for them. And having a dad is really important for a daughter, but you got to have a dad that's going to be like in there with you. My dad's still like that. I mean, he, he yes, won't he listen is. to the podcast though. He won't listen to the podcast. No. So he said it's none of his business. And I think he's okay. I mean, he knows me. He knows he, he doesn't want to know. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that my dad, and my stepmom have never listened, but you know, my mom is like an avid fan who wants to be on. So it's kind of, yeah. kind of interesting. <laughs> so let's go down the, the road. Then we'll go back to Olivia. And what about, cause you come from a divorced family as well. Kind of like me. Hi. And how is relationship with dad? It's there. It's definitely there. I definitely have one with him. Um, it's not to the point where we won't talk to each other and have normal conversations, just one-on-one, but the way I explain it to most of my friends is I say he's there for me, just not emotionally. So he's very like father instead of dad. Like I can't come to him about boy issues. I can't, I don't feel comfortable talking to him about like my friend drama or any of that. Like I just talk to him about sports and school and just general stuff. And it's, I don't know. Obviously not what you would want. Yeah. No, I'd rather be able to talk to him and ask him for like a boy's perspective on a situation. Like, cause I don't, obviously I don't know what boys are thinking. So I would have, there have been situations where I've, definitely would have liked to go to him and um just ask him be like hey what should i do in this situation or hey what do you think he was thinking in this situation or like the thought process behind it but i kind of had to figure all that out on my own and like asking my mom and all of her male friends so it was kind of i kind of had to navigate that by myself not really by myself but like with a bunch of other women <laughs> Right. And, and not dad, which I think when you're looking for that, it's important to have that parent there for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming that you probably had that, Tina. Yeah. I, 
I could go to my dad for anything, but I got to tell you, he didn't want to hear everything either. Um, he still doesn't, like I said, he doesn't want to hear the podcast because he knows me. Um, I don't know. It's funny because men could hear a lot, but dads can't dads. Dads can't handle some of the stuff. Like when you said getting a male perspective, I, I've, I looked at that with my dad and my dad just, he doesn't give out much information. He really doesn't like, he'll listen to me, but then I know inside he's like doing hail Mary's and crossing his heart and like all kinds of stuff. Cause he worries, but he doesn't, he doesn't really give me the perspective either. I never, never put, even thought to, to get it from him, you know? So. Okay. See, like uh, for me, I will say that, that and maybe because I'm a little younger and I'm from a different generation, yeah. Like my daughters came to me and asked me things, things that most, I don't know, let's see, I was 30, probably 34, 35 at the time. Like my daughter came up to me one day and was like, I don't understand why boys watch porn. And I had to answer it. So, you know, I had to navigate around that. And I think she was probably at that time, probably, I think my son was born. She was probably like 15. And, you know, I, and I was like, okay, well, here's the real reason. So I can understand live like your dad, that, that it would be hard for him to hear that. But I know that, that maybe the relationship just wasn't there, like to be able to do that. So I think, um, I think in that case, it's, it's having to build a bridge mostly with somebody who might not be um, is more book smart than street smart. You know what I mean? Cause your, your dad is an engineer. Yeah, he is. He's been with the same company for, I want to say around three years, roughly 30 years. Okay. And what state was he born in? Um, Indiana. Okay. So very. I, um, <clears throat> my, my ex isn't, is, or was he retired an engineer and their brains work very differently. Um, I had a problem with emotional contact as well from, from him. And I think that engineers, they think differently. Like they, everything's very logical. I don't know if you would get a lot of emotion out of him. Do you normally, or is um, not usually it's more like, technical and he thinks yeah. of things more logically rather than emotion like you said yeah so it's and difficult to talk to him about like situations that aren't um sorry yeah, yeah um, I, I could kind of see that i was talking the other night and i think that people like that see people as an equation so you know to them mm -hmm. everything should be you know two plus two is four. And then the reality, your child is two plus two is seven because it's, you're constantly changing. And, and I think that that, that could be one of the reasons that it was like that. Just not again, very methodical on how they think to fix a problem. Was that how, was that how your ex-husband was Tina? Like very, oh, yeah, yeah. Everything was very cut and dry. Like we're just going to discuss this and this is how we're going to do this. And, and it's okay. And, 
and there was no there the emotional part the part that that I I guess I needed or I wanted or I was expecting never it never showed up so when you're sitting there and you're trying to talk to somebody and you're telling them how you're feeling and they're looking at you like it's just not a part of of what they could handle you know or or I don't know. I didn't get the emotion out of it, basically. So I get how you how you don't get um, you don't get the feedback that you needed. You needed him to say, yeah, that guy's being a jerk. But you know what? The next one's going to be this or the you know, the next one's going to be that. And I get that because I, I clearly understand what it is to be with someone who who logically loves and not emotionally loves. Would you say you pretty much relate to that, Liv? A lot, definitely. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm, I'm not going to stick up for your dad, but I am a parent, so I, I have to say this, like, without a doubt, a dad, a dad, well, unless he's got some mental illness or something, but a dad is going to love their children. And you may not like the way that he loves you may not be what you need but trust me when i say he is loving you you know you build building a bridge is probably a good way of saying it because i know in in my relationship with my engineer i had to learn to speak his language i had to change the way i talked i had to i had to watch my tone even the way that i presented it couldn't have been too overly emotional because I realized it would just scatter his brain. He didn't know how to deal with that. It just, are you going through that too? Exact same thing. Yeah. It, they just don't, they can't compute it into a way that their brain gets it because they feel that they, they're really feeling exactly what you want them to feel. It's the disconnect. It's the, it's the communication between the two of you that's that's the problem you and I didn't I didn't think it was very successful of me trying to communicate with him my way but I got a lot better if I tried to do it his way but it was a lot of work it really was but you got to take all of your expectations out on what he could be you got to get rid of those and then talk to him and, and give him a clean slate so that he might he may be able to come up with something because like I said, I do believe that parents love their, their kids, but how they love that's, you know, that's up to the way they were raised and how they've adapted and grown. Yeah. But I hope that that helps you in some way because yeah, it, I, I struggled for a few years trying to find a language between my, my ex and I that, that, actually he got or like you could see that the the emotion part was starting to really roll in and it's frustrating <laughs> it's and, and being a daughter that's got to be hard because dads need their daughters dads need or dads don't need their daughters daughters need their, daughters dads. Need their dads yes um yeah. and and that relationship will it'll transfer over to your relationships and so you want to have the best that you can. And hopefully, hopefully with us talking, maybe something will like stick and it, it'll help you because man, nobody should have to struggle and then not share what they learned. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> yeah. It helps. Do you, do you think, do you think um, being raised by mom predominantly changed the relationship with your dad or with maybe the lack of only seeing him, you know, every, like my ex-wife only saw my son every other weekend. And it was pretty diligent. And I think that it hindered his relationship with his mother. Um, and, and not to my doing, that was just what happened. Do you think that may have hindered it? Or do you think that it's a mix of both? I definitely think it hindered it because obviously I missed like at a point weeks at a time of like his life. And I wasn't there just like, Okay, let's say since I'm a senior in high school, my friend goes off to college and we don't talk or see each other for months on end. That's kind of how it would feel going back to his house and back and forth. It would be like, oh, what did you do? And like, what did I miss? Not necessarily like, what did I miss? But like, what did you experience that I haven't really experienced with you? So it's kind of like catching up, but you have to do it every other week. And at a point it just gets so tiring, but like, you want to know because obviously he's my dad. So like he's, since he's such an important role in my life, I would want to know what's going on in his life. Like what he's doing after work or what he watched on TV or what he did during the weekend life. or what yeah, the life. dog did. Mm-hmm. Well, because we all want to know that. And I'm hoping that's what he wanted to say out of you. Like that should have been the first things out of his mouth to me. I mean, even when I don't see you for a while, right. The first thing I want to know is what's going on in your life because I don't get to see you. And I think that that's too bad, but you're right. I I used to play catch up with my mom when I visited and it, and it was a hindrance and, and kind of a very weird, um, very kind of arm's distance for me because it was like you you try to catch up two weeks of your life when you're in school like you two weeks of your life is a lot because you're doing things and doing this and doing that and you played sports and you're trying to do this so i understand um i I think yeah and and i think that your friends probably heard way more about your life than your dad probably has ever. Yeah. Yeah. They were my therapists. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of had those two. Matter of fact, one is the co-host here. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you guys don't talk on the phone. Like you did. I Rob, you didn't talk on the phone. I remember you didn't talk much, much to your mom no. on the phone. Mm-mm. Do you live? Yeah. When I'm back in California, but my dad, not really just cause like I personally, I don't like to talk on the phone. I would rather text you or actually talk to you face to face, but you do what you can, but um, not really. Honestly, the the older I've gotten. The the way I think that you could you could possibly fix that is just calling them like, hey, dad, and share something with them and then be like, all right, I'll talk to you later and then get off the phone. Like, just try to 
bridge the gap. It's, it's funny. I'm telling you to change things, but not him. Um, it's, it's all about trying to live in this world with your parents and, and maybe those little things would help. I mean, cause I, I, things that I've done, you know, like I, I had to call my dad this morning, probably seven or eight times because he left his phone in the house and he was outside and I just kept calling him and calling him. And, and finally I'm like, damn dad, you can't answer the phone. And he goes, Oh, sorry. I had it outside or I had it wherever he had it. And, um, and he goes, what are you calling for? And I was like, well, I was calling to see how you're doing, but now I just want to yell at you. And he laughed. He's like, all right, then I'll talk to you later. I'm like, okay, love you. Bye. And that was the conversation. But mm-hmm. um, it, yeah. In order for things to successfully work, you have to really put in a lot of, t- a lot of time and, and relationships, especially relationships with men, especially. And yeah, your dad is the start of that. But it teaches you how to adapt and grow so that you could find the language to be with the person that you're going to be with. Because it sounds like if your dad's already been there, he's a pretty good guy, right? You're just. Yeah. We're just yeah. so different. You're just different. Yeah. You know, you may want to think of it this way. If your dad was attracted to your mom, he had to have been right. Because here you are. Yeah. So if you're like your mom, he's got that want to be close to you. He, you know, because it's an attractive, it's an attractive um, quality. quality. Exactly. And so you, you got to know that he's, he wants to bridge the gap with you, but he's a guy. <laughs> he's a guy and he's a dad. And yeah, you don't, do you think he would put work into it too, or? What's that? Okay, so the way the way my mom describes it is after me and him have a not so fun confrontation, um we my mom has a talk with him and then he does do better and put in effort and try for like the next month to two months and then he just goes back to his old ways. So it's kind of like he tries for a period of time, which I appreciate so much. But then he just kind of reverts back to his how he was before the fight and kind of just like settles back into his kind of cracks, I guess. And then I'm kind of here just like, okay, well, like I'm trying to make the relationship better. But how am I supposed to make it better when you only try for like a month to two months? And then I'm just here putting in all the effort. And then you're you may need to tell him over and over again for for him to get it. You know, that's frustrating. It is. It's do you shut down during that same time period, though? If he shuts down, do you shut down? Um, I I've actively been trying not to because I know I have in the past. I've been told I have, but I've been trying to get better at that and just kind of talk it out because in the long run, it's better to just talk it out, get it over with right there and then. So I try to talk, but other times, like, he just, when he doesn't want the conversation to go anymore, he tends to just be like, well, I'm the father, so you should respect me. And I say this because I'm your dad and you should listen because I'm your dad, like no logical reasoning. And I'm like, okay, well, how, A, how am I supposed to learn? And B, how am I supposed to get closer to you if all I know is my father, not my dad. That makes sense. 
my dad's the same way. My dad, my dad actually told me to shut up the other day (laughs) because he was done. He didn't want to hear it because I was giving him, I was giving him a hard time about, I'm like, you're starting to be like our, my grandfather, your dad, you're leaving your shit everywhere. Like papers. What do these papers shred them? Do something, get them out. And that was something that my grandfather was known for was collecting mail and stuff. And, and I just, I was on him. I'm like, come on, dad. Cause he was, he was defending what he was doing. And he knows that we all decided that was bullshit. And um, he was defending it. And he, I was like, are you serious? So I had to point out a few things and he's like, would you just shut up? And he walked away and shut the door and he couldn't go any further. Like he was done. I yeah. think that I think men do that. They can only take so much. Yeah, me and my mom do the same a lot. Like I'll compare her to my grandma and she doesn't like that. So she'll just be like, shut up. No, that's not right. That's not true. And I'm like, okay, I'll just be quiet now. Nobody wants to hear that really. (laughs) Liv, do you think that, that obviously being raised by mom and her having to probably play dad role way more that you, that you may have, and again, not gave up, but just knew that, that she would have been there to play that role and just kind of gave up on trying with dad. In a way. Yeah. Cause like I knew kind of from a young age, probably like preteens that my mom was both my mom and my dad. Cause she was the only one actually trying to put effort into our relationship when my dad wasn't. So I kind of knew that she was, all I really needed. So like, I would still go to my dad's and like do whatever he would want to do. But I was kind of just like, well, I don't, I don't really need this relationship. So like, why do I put this much effort into it? Which I know is horrible, but. You really um, felt that or you, you had those, those thoughts. Yeah. Like it's, it's bad, but it's, no, it's, it's, it's honest. honest I, yeah. I have, I don't know what that's like to come from that world. So when you said that, I had to think, I wonder if other people have felt that same way. So I, it's cool that you said that. I didn't yeah. have any idea. I mean, that it's a bold statement. And as a father, I will tell you as a father, that hurts. And, yeah. and, 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 I, and I'll tell you, I played the mom role. <laughs> and, and so I did that same thing as well. And, it it is hard, but I mean, as a dad, I mean, that kind of, is, that hurts because the last thing you want to do is push your child away. Yeah. And I don't really think, I'm sorry, go ahead, Liv. No, you go. I was just saying something. I don't think anybody plans on pushing their kid away. Like my daughter and I don't have any relationship and, and I didn't feel like anything that I did was pushing her away and yet it did. She's not around me. So I don't even know if it's a conscious thing. It's just, it just, it happens. Like he wasn't there enough for you to think of him the way that you would have if he was there every day. Yeah. Like I'm sure if I was with him, like if the custody agreement was 50 50, I'm sure our relationship would be so much different. But since I spent more time with my mom and less time with him, it was kind of just like, okay, well, I, I'm closer with my mom because I a know more about her. B I spend more time with her and C she 
is there for me always and takes me to do things I need to do, which makes me want to put effort into that relationship. So when I would go to my dad's, I would kind of just be like, what do I do now? Cause like we wouldn't, when I was younger, we used to go to the discovery cube and I think it's near Anaheim. I don't remember. It is, but we would go and spend the day there. And it was, that's one thing I will never, ever forget because I had a lot of fun with him and we would just spend the day together and then we would get lunch after and just go home. And I remember just passing out because I was so tired from having so much fun. But um, I don't remember what age we stopped going, but there was one time where we just never went again. And I really do miss that. So just like the small things really matter, I guess. Sure. No, I think that's in, in every relationship. The small things are always the things that are going to matter most. The small things are what make the relationship. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, it, I was t- talking to somebody about a date and, you know, uh, an ice cream goes a long way, you know, like, and, and it's the same thing with your kid, you know, going and getting a Sunday on a Sunday can, can brighten a day the, yeah. do you think, do you think that um, do you think there's a way of fixing the relationship with your father? And obviously now that your um, your mom's in another state and you visit back and forth <clears throat> and if you at, at some time end up, you know, moving to another state, do you think that there's a way to salvage the relationship with your father? Yes and no. Yes, because I'm older now and I have more outlets like friends and school and hopefully driving soon because I don't have my license yet. I don't Mm. need to do that. But um, there's that aspect. But also no, because like I said, I am older. Think of it from like both sides. So I'm older and I have more stuff to do, which I don't think he fully grasps. He still thinks of me as a little 12 year old, which every dad does. And he will when you're 50. So Mm -hmm. that doesn't, that won't stop. It doesn't change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I don't think he understands that I have responsibilities that are almost as important, if not as important as his. And I don't think he fully grasps that concept so he kind of just like places my needs to the side and doesn't really think of me as kind of, I don't want to say as important, but as an adult. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a hard part because as a parent, your want to see your kids and have your kids there is so it's, it, it's driving. It'll, it'll drive you like, no, you need to come home now. Like I need to make sure you're okay. I need to see your face. And, and I don't know if that ever goes away. Like if you ever just think, wow, my kid's doing this or that. And I can't, um, you know, I can't have them when I want them. I don't know if that, that feeling goes away as a parent, you know, you can't, can I, can I, can I just say, it sounds like you have really not so, not so serious problems with your dad and that it, it does sound like it's really fixable and that you can have a better relationship. I was, I was kind of worried because 
you know, I knew that we were going to do the show and I had really no idea of what was going on. And um, I was really worried about what you were going through as far as like, wow, how, how could we even begin to fix it or even look at it and stuff. And although you have very real problems with your dad, they're, they're normal dad problems, which is kind of cool because those can be worked through. And, um, and hopefully, you know, just trying to find a way it's unfortunate when you want to have a really good relationship and it doesn't matter with who uh, you want to have it with, you have to put in a lot of work and your dad, you're, you're going to have to put in a lot and then a little bit more. And then hopefully you could bring him up to where you are and, and go from there. But um, as far as like him thinking that you're doing anything that's as important or more than what he's doing, I don't think you're going to see that for a while because you're still really young and, and yeah. you still have, you know, when he sees you, you have a baby face. He still sees the little girl. You're going to have, yeah. you're, he's going to have to see you through different eyes. And I think that you're going to have to be really real with him and show him who you are and communicate with him. And, and you got to bring him up to, to your level because you kind of passed him. Yeah. Going back to what you said about um, the fixable relationship, I definitely think it is fixable. It's just like kind of having so many different things in my life go to shit to say um, at one specific time that our relationship was kind of teetering downhill as a lot of other things in my life, like friendships, school, boy issues, my mom moving, having a job, all of that just kind of piled on all at once, literally within like maybe a month, a month and a half. And me just like not knowing how to deal with all of it. And then on top of that, I had to put in all of this extra effort into a relationship that was just so draining to me that I, I didn't know what to do. So I kind of just like gave up and like went into a little hole, I guess. And like, I just, when I stopped putting in effort, he was like, whoa, hold on, what's happening? So he kind of started putting in a little bit more effort, which was nice. But then maybe like a month after that, he kind of just like backed off a little bit. And I don't know, it was just. It sounds like neither of you really know how to bridge the gap. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. It's you know, I remember when when my daughter was getting ready to turn 18, I didn't know how to talk to her. All of a sudden she was just this different person. Like you could see it on her face. There was different things going on with her. And I was trying to figure out what it was that was going on and I was failing miserably. And it for me, I was just confused. Like I didn't know how to where do you even navigate? What how do you do that? You know. I hadn't been a mom to a kid that age before. And it was um, it was a situation where I was just going, what the hell do I do? And I think that parents do that a lot. You know, as kids, we think that our parents know everything, could fix everything, got an answer for everything. And I got to tell you, they don't. They don't. Yeah. And if you knocked him off his axis, good luck getting him back. Like It's going to take him a minute, you know. But the good thing is the effort that's there. I I get that it's draining and stuff, but I like hearing that there's effort because with effort, you know, change can occur and it will. It has to. 
you had a, well, first of all, would you, would you be okay with, if your dad listened to this show? Let's let's, cause I'm going to throw a couple of questions at you. I think it would definitely be helpful because like me talking to him face to face, there are things that I just can't say to him face to face. Cause like you said earlier, I can't talk to him cause he's an engineer. There's like a specific way that I have to talk to him. And mm-hmm. I just feel like he would be more open to listening to something like this. Cause he can't necessarily interrupt me and talk over me. He can, he just has to listen to the right. point where like he, has to understand and like there's once it's out it's out so, so and so this here, is here. a bold way of trying to get his attention too to talk to him you know like i i get that you don't know how to do it this is a this is a bold way to try i commend you on that it's not um it can't be yeah. easy yeah, and, okay go speak because i know there's so many different people going through the same situation i'm going through my friend in fact there's some of my friends have much, much, much worse relationships with their parents. And I honestly am so grateful that I can actually just walk into his house and be like, hey, what's for dinner? And mm-hmm. just go to my room and do homework. Like, I'm, I genuinely am really thankful for that. But, like, at times there's just, there's things that I would want to say to him, but I know it would hurt his feelings. So I kind of just have to keep it inside mm-hmm. uh, I will tell you that the same happened in this house and when when my son finally exploded and he did it, he said things that I probably didn't want to hear but at the end of the day it had to be done and I think with you it's the same like Yes. My question to you is a simple one. If you could tell him something, what would you tell him? Because you, I, I, I can tell you want to say things to him and, and yes, it's going to hurt because the truth does hurt and it's, and it's shitty. But if, if you don't say the things that mean the most, your relationship's not going to get better. And and I know you want it. We all want a relationship with our parents or cause I had, I had a falling out with my dad and many years later I had to eat crow and he let me back into his house at 40 years old to stay there for a month. So I could get back on my feet coming back to the state. It, it means a lot. You, and you have a chance to fix this relationship at 18 instead of waiting until you're 40. And I think it's important. Like you, you need a father figure in your life. I am lucky enough that I'm close to you. Like I am close to you. And if I, if you, you know that if you really, really had to, you could call me and it wouldn't, that conversation would not go past me, even though your mom would probably be pissed. But I know that I wouldn't because I respect you enough to listen to you because it's important and and I want you to have that relationship with your dad. So if you did have something to say to him, and I know it's hard to put you on the spot, but like, what do you want to tell your dad? It's important really. And I want him to listen to this and it, he needs to understand and hear his daughter. Yes. You're not on the same level because you're just not yet. You are an adult. (laughs) Technically. 
had so much more experience than I have. Yeah. But he has to understand that you're changing. You're not a little girl anymore. You're a young woman. Yeah. (laughs) And in the next two years, you're really going to (laughs) change. You're just, you know, it's mostly mentally because women mature faster. It's just a fact. You guys have different views quicker. Exactly. So what would you want him to know? Um, that I do care, honestly. Like, I do want to fix the relationship. I would just, the one thing that I would ask of him is to just put some more effort into it. Like, just going, just taking me out to dinner one-on-one, going to get sushi one-on-one without my stepmom, because my our world kind of revolves around her. She's the event coordinator. Me and my dad like to joke. But, oh. <laughs> like, just... Like just going to do things whenever, like, I don't know, just like going to the movies or going to get sushi or going to get this, like one really good um, kind of English dinner in um, Long Beach. But so you, you want one like, on one time. Yeah. Or just like. Putting me as a number one priority would be nice every once in a while. I'm not saying like all the time, but just like choose to go out to like dinner with me instead of her rather than your own relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like leave her at home instead of leaving me at home every once in a while. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not saying for every meal, just like maybe once a week, once every other week. You want one-on-one time with your father. Yeah. And I, and I don't think that's too much to ask. Because my, my stepmom does work at home because she works for herself. She, mm-hmm. um, she works at, she goes from, um, I want to say old folks home, but that's kind of rude. Um, she works sure. at. Um, Convalescent hospital. Yes. An, elder, an elderly facility. Yes. So she is one of the blessed healthcare workers. Um for the past since COVID started. So her job has been immensely hard on her with all the vaccinations and figuring out where she can still go to all the facilities because they all have super duper um, strict guidelines. And she's, um, I think at one point she was writing a book too about the senior living facilities and just like her life and kind of just like, kind of like a teach herself kind of book. But since she works at home, um, there's not a lot of just me and him at home. She's always at the, she's planted at the kitchen table, always just like on her computer, asking my dad for a bunch of things and like they coexist. And I'm kind of just like back in my room by myself and where my room is placed in the house, it's kind of like easy to forget that my room is there and I'm there. You disappear. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. But how's your relationship with her? It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Recently it's been a little rocky, but But all in all overall picture, it's good. Yeah. We have similar personalities. She's a huge Vikings fan. So that's fun. So, so you're, 
the alone time is just because of dad not to get away from her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just asking because my mom was married several times and I would, I would have rather spent time with my mom than some of her husbands. And and that's just being honest. So I I see that as a a different thing too, because if there was an issue with a stepmom, I would have thought, okay, this is a reason why. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's, it's obviously really just, I want dad time. Yeah, genuinely. And do you think that's because maybe the lack thereof for so many years that you maybe crave it a little bit? Yeah. Cause I don't, I recently did an ancestry kit and there were a bunch of questions about my dad that I kind of just drew a blank on as to where when I put in my mom's information, I was like, okay, like check, 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 check. Got that. Like no question marks. Like I had no doubt in my head, but when it came to my dad, I was kind of just like sitting there. I was like, I, like I had to ask my mom, I was like, I actually don't know these, these answers to these questions. So it was kind of weird, I guess. Um, Okay. Like to me, so I'm just trying to to kind of figure it out. So loan time or time with dad. I, I I want him to I want him to listen. I want him to listen to you. Yeah, you know what's you know what's hard too is is when in learning how to speak to someone that that is like that. Men always remember if you tell a man, there's a problem. There's something that goes on in their brain where they want to fix it instantly. So yeah. it's okay for you to say, Hey dad, I'm going through this, but um, I don't need you to fix it. But if you could just listen to me and maybe at the end, we could talk about something like, I just need, I need to run this by you. Try, try saying it like that. Take him off, you know, make sure he's off the hook for that so that he doesn't feel the need to want to fix. He doesn't need to fix. He just needs to be your dad and listen And another thing, like if you want more alone time, just say, hey, dad, if you're like walking through the house and you think of it, come jump on my bed and talk to me for a minute. Like, you know, I'm in my room by myself. Come on in and say hi. If if you give him if you give him actual things that he could do to bridge the gap, that would help because he he doesn't it it sounds to me like if he knew how to deal with this, he would be. So yeah. you're going to have to tell him exactly specifically, not, I need more time from you. You said it though. Let's go on a sushi date or let's go here. Or let's go there. Just me and you let's go to the damn grocery store and let's talk while we're getting our groceries, whatever it, whatever it takes to, to bridge that gap. I think try talking to him in, in, in specifics, like of what you need, not just um, an idea, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because communication is, is top notch. I mean, you, you have to have communication and obviously there is a lack thereof. Yeah, definitely. And, and I I will tell you from the standpoint of being a dad, uh, I wish they, my daughters would have communicated more and and I'll tell you, I think you should. And yes, he's going to say I'm dad and listen that's just going to happen. And at some point you just have to kind of read through the lines a little bit, I think. And he's going to have to do the same. He, he's going to have to realize that you're just who you are 
and he needs to love who you are. And he will, but I think and he does. He does. Oh, I, I don't doubt his love. I look, <laughs> I'm a dad. I, I don't question that love at all. I, I know I've seen him and I've been in front of him. I, I yeah. don't think that, I don't think that that's it at all. I think there's a communication barrier. And I think that now you're both so stubborn with each other that neither of you are going to put your shields down and someone has to break. And I I hope it's him because I think if he breaks a little bit down, you'll walk into it because I think you want, you want communication with it. I mean, it's obvious it it is, or you wouldn't be talking with us. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's just a fact. And, and look, like I said, I, I, I know my role in my kid's life and I know my role in your life because like I said, I have talked to you um, personally. So uh, just sometimes you got to beat it into people, unfortunately. And in his case, being the engineer and the, the equation has to be perfect for him. And unfortunately you're a very difficult equation (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've been told. Yeah. And and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but I think you just have to tell him like, look, first of all, you have to tell him you love him because you do. And, and I think that tell him that you love him, that you want a relationship with him long run. Yes. Things, right. You know, certain things aren't the greatest right now, but you need to bridge that gap. And this is how you do it. Yes. That's the key step. This is how I need you to do it. Mm -hmm. This is what I need from you. And I hope that he says the same to you. Yeah. He should be adult enough to say, well, this, this, and this, I want, I want that as well. And then you guys have to meet in the middle and reciprocate it. I mean, you have to. And, and it's important because I think that like you have a great relationship with your mom and you know, she, she did a great job raising you by herself. Yeah, She did. Um, I, I really wish he would have been there more. Now it's time. So tell him. I, I want you to I want you to tell him though how you feel. And if there's tears, there's tears. And there, there maybe there has to be. Maybe it's time to that's throw everything against the that, wall. That's the part where whatever comes out, he's your dad. So if it comes out as emotion, if it comes out as anger, as it comes out as you stomping your feet. You know, he's not going to turn his back on you. You're his daughter. He's going to be frustrated with you. Trust me, I still do it to my dad. But you, that's the good thing about being the daughter is you get to be however you want because you're his daughter. So find, find a way that you can communicate with him. And, and remember, he's always going to want to try to fix the situation. So you have to remind him, don't, you know, that's not what I need because you don't, you, when you put too much pressure on any given person, they already don't know how to act. Like he's already having a hard time knowing how to parent you. Putting extra on him is going to overwhelm him. You, you got you to gotta give him examples of how you need fixing or what you need exactly from him. And, and you know, he'll listen to you. I'm sure he'll listen to you. It's, it doesn't, you know, it really, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like a huge problem that can't be fixed because 
I've been an 18 year old girl and had the same issues over the years. And, and I've watched all my friends with their kids and everything. And, and girls go through this with their dad about this age. Now you add on it, the, the fact that your mom was the one that raised you. He doesn't know how to connect to you. He's having issues and seeing you as a woman. Oh my God, for a dad, forget about it. Like there are certain things I still, every time I say something to my dad about it, you, you, he cringes. Like he does not want to hear me being the adult to that degree. And, and that's kind of the fun part of being a daughter. Cause you can pull that too, if you need to, and like, kind of, you know, but you could stomp your feet. You could fight back. You could tell him, I really freaking need you. And this is how like, make it happen. Like I, I'm being here for you. I need you to be here for me. And, and as your dad, he should be able to take that. Yeah. Any, any last words for your father? Cause I'm, I'm going to make sure he hears this. And despite everything that's happened, I still love him. I still care about him. I still want him to be a part of my life, no matter how much we fight. <laughs> and that he's always going to be my dad. He's my biological dad. He's the number he's one dead. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that I love him just flat out. I am the only child, the only daughter, the only uh, child on his side of the family if I think about it he has two other brothers and none of them neither of them have children so I'm kind of the only one on his side of the family and I don't want to kind of exclude myself from that side because I love all of them dearly with all of my heart um, so, so let's but, make it happen yeah yeah um my last word to you is communicate. That's the biggest word I can tell you as a dad. Um, I also was stubborn and probably did a lot of the same things. You know, I'm dad. Listen, um, now he's older. We talked, we communicate a little bit better and just communicate with him and and when you're down, call him. And when you, when you need fatherly advice, whether he can give it to you or not, make sure he knows that you're going to him before you're going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's important. I mean, it, it would be a big deal. And again, you might not get what you're looking for and you may have to call someone else, but at least he'll know what's going on in your life just by asking him for help. Yeah. Or talking to him. You know, it doesn't even have to be help. So that's what I would say. What about you, Tina? Just remember he's your dad. And he doesn't sound like he's a bad guy. Just uh you're just having mm-hmm. growing pains. <laughs> you're having growing pains. And yeah. and be kind to him because parents do not know what the hell they're doing just as much as the kids don't know what they're doing too. It's just we just look like we do <laughs> a little bit more, mm-hmm. but just find a way to bridge the gap. And it's unfortunate. It has to be you, but in my life, it's always had to be me. So you, you learn communication in such a good way by having these, these um, trials in your life and, and it will, it'll help you with your own relationship. So that's why it's important for you to go through this and, you don't get the lessons from doing things right. You get the lessons from going through 
through the trauma. Correct. You generally go in dirty and come out clean. I don't know about that. Oh, you sure hope so. (laughs) (laughs) But, but live, I've enjoyed this because it makes me look at my parenting with my kid. And I would like to do more of these with you. We could have like a, a younger perspective and go, cause you also said you're going through a lot of other things and you've experienced a lot of other stuff. And it would be good if we could maybe do something that would help uh, teens that are around your age or, you know, going through similar issues. I think that would be a good way to maybe reach out to more people. Yeah. I could go on for hours about other stuff than my dad. Are you kidding me? I could. Yeah. In general, like you said, you can just be our teen correspondent. You can be the person that comes in and talks about, well, see right now, because you're still in high school and, and what's going on. And the fact that you want to, like Mm -hmm. when I was your age, I was like, oh, hell no. Is anybody going to know what I'm going through? Mm -hmm. So, well, that's not necessarily true. We had a class where we talked about shit, but. Outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of that little group. You're right. I really didn't say much either. I I couldn't get you to talk for weeks. So. That's very we true. We weren't talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're, we're going to have you back just so you know. So don't, uh, don't go too far away. We're going to have Liv's going to be our teen correspondent and we're going to talk teen problems or teen issues or just a teen perspective on the other crazy shit we talk about. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tina, you want to hit the, uh, what, where you can find us? As always, everybody, uh, get in and subscribe to our podcast. You can reach us on Google, um, Apple, Amazon, uh, Facebook, Spotify, Spotify. The list is long and, uh, we're, we're getting a lot of new listeners. I'm noticing that you guys are starting to use the, the Facebook, um, um, our Facebook page. So leave any sort of information you'd like to leave as far as what you thought of our, our podcast and please share and continue to listen. I'm enjoying doing this. Me too. And as you know, this is a show about opinions and don't get it twisted. We say all kinds of crazy shit. Um, Please keep listening. And again, uh, we want all the feedback you can until next week. Now for live. And for Tina, my lovable co-host, I'm Rob, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.